0: You're listening to Not Another Origin Story, the kind book movie podcast. I'm your host, Pokes, and as always, I'm joined by my co-host, Ben Chapman.
1: Uh, yeah, uh, this is a... Pogues, this is a pretty serious episode. I mean, as most listeners are probably aware, if you look at the title card of this episode, you see that we are doing The Giver, starring Mark Hamill. So, as you can probably assume by the way we've written the title, Mark Hamill... It's, it sounds like Mark Hamill would be a guest on this episode. That is certainly the, the implication that we gave you by titling it this way. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And that's, that is extremely exciting. And as we get into the episode, of course, you will come to realize that, um, indeed, Mark Hamill is certainly mentioned in this podcast episode. Um, and, and he certainly is contextually you know, involved in the content that we're referring to. Which would lead you to believe Mark Hamill wasn't here, okay? <laughs> yeah, that that's true.
0: Mark Hamill was not here, unfortunately. But we have, like, let's face it, the next best thing.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. He Absolutely. might even still
0: have a mustache. I don't know. I haven't seen him in a while.
1: And the credits not Mark so-
0: Hamill, our guest.
1: The credits have some crazy people in them. Frankly, I mean, the director is screaming Matt George, so he could be involved in this movie in some way. I guess we don't really know until we talk to him. Because of course, I'm talking about Michael Hayes. Hello, bats. <laughs>
2: tricked you i am joker man
1: i
0: feels right. like you're the wicked witch of the <laughs> wicked witch of the west more there
1: you, you know how mark hamill is sometimes in his roles like it's me the joker man
0: <laughs> yeah you know it's a you know it's a great impersonation when you have to say who it is during this.
1: Yeah, yeah that's how you know for sure that we've got it um mike michael hayes of course uh uh has been on episode after episode i mean we dragged this motherfucker out for some of the biggest (laughs) dog
0: shit what what is hilarious is when me and ben pick a movie and i know it's particularly bad and i'm like this is really bad my first thought is always we should call mike and i feel like that's (laughs) why me and mike don't talk much outside of the podcast (laughs) because all he thinks is why
1: what if
2: I have to do this on my own for my own things, and they're going to make me do this more? Yeah. <laughs> yeah
0: we I mean, don't even last... give you a break.
1: No. What's What's the last uh, absolute dog shit movie you had to do for your podcast, which is entitled B-Movie Mania? B-Movie Mania.
2: Uh, what was uh, Blair Witch 2? Book oh, of Shadows? God. No. <laughs> <laughs> Just did that one.
0: There was a film begging for a sequel.
2: Yeah. Nice. It's, I mean, we're not, we're not here to talk about that, but that's an interesting movie. It's very different than the original.
1: Yeah, yeah. I, I, speaking of different than the original. <laughs> uh-huh. There we go. <laughs> Segway, baby!
0: This movie was uh, something.
1: There was a film that came out in 1991 that is, as of current, so badly received that it is, in, it is currently not possible for someone to legally watch it in the United States. Yes.
0: <laughs> we have... Like, there's been stinkers we've done where it's, like, we had to actually buy the film. Like, not just rent it, but, like, literally, like, buy it or get a DVD one time. Yeah. This movie does not exist. To buy a DVD, they're on Amazon for, like, $600. The, the, which the, the big... never is going to sell, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> the if you're the guy d- who has it up.
1: Dumb fucking movies that we do. Typically, you can just pull up some uh, Prime video page that has, like, four reviews. And people will be like, I used to like it at my grandma's. And then you can go <laughs> hover over the like five dollar button and go, oh, God damn it! Yeah. And then click it, and then that's then you're watching one of the movies that we typically cover. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. The for, Guy for for example, <laughs> Bordello of Blood, we had to rent for like four ninety nine or something, which is I'm still pissed about the fact it was only in HD, <laughs> a movie that was filmed on like an iPhone one. Uh, we got that. You could rent that. We got Please, folks.
1: The... that was filmed on a Game Boy camera, and we know it. <laughs> you could rent the first
0: Swamp Thing movie. The second one, I think, we just found on, for free on YouTube. But the idea is, like, these movies were rentable. It's as if whoever owns the rights to The Giver was like, I don't want people to know we own the rights to this.
1: <laughs> it's so bad, in fact, and we pointed this out in the mini-episode, that you can find The Giver film on YouTube, but at, like, the 40-minute the mark, it goes to a black screen and mm-hmm. never comes back. And the guy who uploaded it just couldn't give a shit
2: how, how did how did you guys find out that 40 minutes it cuts out did someone start watching it and then go we just, oh, shit
0: no we, we I were like and yeah the
1: movie. i'm like it went black oh, okay, okay. And I, I
0: tried the same thing which means it's not like a dnc takedown because they just drop the sound out of the entire thing when that happens or they remove the video if it's like an actual copyrighted video so this guy just fucked up the upload, still uploaded a two hour long movie, saw it didn't work, and was like, I put in my time, what do you want from me?
2: Uh, I mean, I haven't gone through any uploads like to check that they worked, I guess, either, so maybe?
1: maybe? Well, thankfully, at this podcast, Pogues meticulously scrubs every microsecond of audio to make sure that you, the listener, receive the perfect recording.
2: That's why I sound pretty.
1: Yeah exactly mike actually sounds quite awful in person. <laughs> sorry ben <laughs> it's really
0: difficult i'll be honest um i don't edit these uh, <laughs> okay <laughs> what if you're uh, if you're a li- an avid listener you know i do not edit these anymore i i remember i spent like four hours editing our first podcast removing every like click in the background now I'm just like, ah, remove all the noise. And if it doesn't get it, sorry. You guys hear us like, well, don't our squeaky chairs. And... <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I only buy squeaky chairs. All Which, right, well, I got
0: good news for you though, fans. If you ever meet Mike Hayes, he will sound this fucking good. So, you're <laughs> right. welcome. You're welcome.
1: Oh, you're welcome. oh. 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 that actually, that actually was sorry. pretty good. Yeah. That was pretty good. That was a good Hamill Joker.
0: I don't um, think... I think you need to re-listen to Hamlet Joker.
1: <laughs> Look, the Giver um, started off with oh, some concern, Pogues. The, the Giver starts... Instantly.
0: And this, is, this may be the best opening to a film I've seen in a while. Absolutely. Solid black screen, white text, and the most disinterested narrator you'll ever hear. <laughs>
1: Yes, my first comment is the narrative. The narrator is bored. It's it feels as if while reading this script, you can almost sense that the narr the guy doing the narration like turned the director to make sure he was saying the right thing. Yeah, uh,
2: zoonoids
1: <laughs> and the zono king. Yeah, okay. it, and the zono. King. It's like you guys are going to
0: replace places with an actual word later, right? <laughs> what I like is it. It sounds like they gave him a script and he was like, "All right, I'm just going to run through it once." just you know know what it says and he read Uh it and they recorded it and he was like all right i'm ready to go and they're like we can't pay you to do a second take (laughs) So it's just because at one point he also like over enunciates one word really oddly i can't remember what it was but it's like not a word that should have been like emphasized but like mid-sentence he's like they did and just like and then it's like a very like generic it's really weird when you listen to it but i've never seen no background image just solid black and white text
1: A while, and like normally, these kind of scrolls that you put in front of Mark Hamill films um, uh, tend to tend to just sort of summarize like the context a little bit. Be like, oh, there's (laughs) there's a space war, and there's two people in the space, was two groups in the space war. These groups, and they're about to go fight on this planet. Here we go. That's how you do an opening crawl. This movie was like there's zoonoids, and a Zono lord, and then also there's this doctor who found a thing and this doctor is currently running from the villain. And you're like, yes. hold on. <laughs>
2: yeah. At no point does it say, like, that the people turn into monsters in this movie. They can transform. At no point do they say zo- what a zoonoid is and that it does that. Yes. We just know there's something called zoonoids. Okay. <laughs> I, my favorite aliens. thing, though. Oh, wait. Oh, it does say that yeah, here. Ridley on the screen. I'm wrong. No, Edit that out, you're folks. You're really wrong. Yeah,
0: you know it, Mike. I'll get right on that. Let me just mark the timestamp.
1: Thankfully, thanks to Poke's excellent editing, this sentence I'm saying right now will not be heard by the audience.
0: You guys are going to look so smart in the actual yeah. episode. No. Yeah, it's...
1: zoonoids are
2: humans who can change at will into super monster soldiers. So it does way, say that.
1: Not true in the film. Nope. They're in the pretty film, terrible. I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure the villain is transforming random civilians mm-hmm. into monsters. I don't believe the aliens had anything to do with it. They're all well, just sort of weird monsters in this this episode.
0: is yeah yeah they they are very confused by their own plot but what i love is the opening is like they make the ultimate biological weapon mankind it's like oh come on but then i love they're like the zoonoids they're ruled by and he the zoa lord. it's like you guys couldn't <laughs> come up with a better no. you're just like and then there, there are other people zoa hr zoa. you know like they're just putting zoa in front of other I, words I, at that point
1: I also had to ask, is this, is this, like, Scientology? Is that what I, is, it, is, this, is this, is this, is this some zena stuff? Is that what I have to?
0: Yeah, they're, they're like, if, if you there's no so, Lord I've if, if you go
1: to one of those, uh, like, Scientology, like, you know, uh, buildings, church places, and you sat down in one of the rooms, do they just put this on? Is that... Is, is, is they probably
0: show this? you the beginning and they'd be like, we have the only philosophy, like we're, we barely come in under this stupid. So you know there's something worse.
2: We're we're looking at the scroll right here. This is great. We're have, we're 10 minutes in and all we're talking about this fucking scroll. But they call it the unit. They call the, the, the thing, no one in the movie says the unit. They just keep calling it the Giver. Yeah, yes. but
1: the person is the Giver. The person who wears oh. it so okay okay i'll be
0: honest they never really explain why they know what it's called either the
1: opening crawl says if a wearer is human it increases their natural power and he becomes quote the guyver why is there a term for it it sounds as if it's never happened before but they don't know what
0: it is or how to activate it why does it have a
2: name it increases the human's power a hundredfold didn't happen maybe doubled maybe doubled their power tops or that guy was
0: way weaker than we all thought (laughs) yeah that's possible
1: if you if you heard about this movie and and possibly as a child in the in the early 90s and thought you were gonna watch this movie that was like kind of like gundam with like all kinds of powers and he's gonna pull a sword out of somewhere you're gonna be so fucking disappointed when you discover it's an hour and a half of very awkward (laughs) like a a really bad yeah
0: and then the worst fight scenes where it's mostly just like two guys in suits pushing each other
1: just sort of soft foam punching for, yeah for an entire it's, hour it's like a great think saban
2: fight. saw this and thought he could do better yeah because saban i've always been confused about the history of the power rangers because saban's like uh an israeli owned uh oh yeah entertainment thing nothing to do with like you know japan and where it seems like that kind of stuff is influenced from i mean he's probably just a big fan or whatever but like Maybe he saw this and went, fuck it, I could do better. And did, and
1: then
0: did do better. Yeah,
1: this felt very Power Ranger-y, I mean, all the way through.
0: Yeah. Except for with worse fights. And keep in mind, the Power Ranger's final fight was a guy in boxes punching a guy in a foam suit he couldn't see through. So it's Uh it's a pretty low bar to somehow still come in under.
1: (laughs) And what's insane is the fact that there's this kind of, like, loose... Like like uh, alien alien bio suit that, that that is picked up by like just sort of a way, wayfaring teenager or, or young adult. Uh, uh, the fact that that happens and there's like sort of an agency or a corporation that is comprised of people who can turn into giant monsters. Mm-hmm. All of that is actually straight from the manga. That all tracks. All tracks that's
0: also straight from the opening crawl where they explain (laughs) that the bad guys also own a corporation it is literally so much exposition it's it's more exposition than is in the actual movie
1: what is extraneous is actually mark hamill and everything he does in this movie
0: (laughs) Uh, i would say you know it's extraneous the entire film because nothing happens
1: (laughs) you are right but but mark hamill was a character written exclusively into the into the uh into the movie and has nothing to do with the original series. And if you look at the poster, as we were talking about at the beginning, look at the poster. Mark Hamill is the only name written at the top of the poster, <laughs> and it is clearly his face, like superimposed, like transitioned, like halfway down, um, merging into the Guyver. Spoiler alert: Mark Hamill is not the Guyver. No. Nope. He never wears the suit. No. Nope. And his ultimate conclusion to this movie is that he turns into a giant cr- cricket and dies.
2: He doesn't need to be in the movie. Literally, he 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 is completely pointless and serves no purpose in the film. He doesn't get them access to anything. He is completely impotent and unneeded. He just he's just there and then turns into a giant cricket and melts.
0: Honestly, that's every it. character is pretty extraneous. Like the woman doesn't need to be there. It's true.
2: Well, I, no, but she's like the tie to the scientists. I guess that's like there's but... supposed to be a love connection between her and uh the guyver whatever not mark hamill like
1: but do or mark
0: hamill I, I will say too though like who if they didn't put mark hamill as like the headliner could you think they could have put the guy who played guyver do you think anybody would know who he was no.
2: well no maybe that's it they had to just add in maybe they filmed the movie and then had to add mark into it later
0: well it definitely uh. feels like i don't know mark hamill like had to make a house payment or something and he was just like yeah you guys are filming near my house i'll do this for because for it's such yeah. a bizarre because he is not in a lot of movies like after star wars he really doesn't act much well it's he doesn't really act in star story. wars wow yeah
2: something- he's a bad actor like hot wow. not hot take mark hamill is not a good f- actor uh. like, nowadays yes Star Wars. Say, he's a great god-awful. voice actor. He's not. Well, god-awful. yeah, but I yeah, but there. back then, back then, he's god. It's Star Wars. He's uh, absolutely atrocious.
1: As the energetic, as an energetic like young adult like like kind of uh, uh hero in in Star Wars, his hammy performance, I think, I think lands. But... Kind
2: of lands as like the cranky teen, the like yeah, not angsty, ex- but especially. Yeah, I'm not
0: saying he's like you know serious. Daniel Dave Lewis, but I mean like he's doing his job. He's playing like a you know. The yeah, audience. but this movie—he
2: in this movie—he this... thought he was gonna follow Harrison Ford's footsteps and do a fucking Blade Runner, and no, he did a, a, a the Giver. I
1: couldn't stop laughing at how accurate Mike was at the beginning, because when you meet when you meet Mark Hamill's uh, Max character, he is doing his hardest Deckard from Blade Runner. I, I mean, at the very beginning, he's just sort of like like he's just sitting all cool uh, on, a, on like a ledge at the aqueduct.
0: <laughs> well, there's. I don't know if you noticed this too, but he is perpetually chewing gum. Mm-hmm.
1: mm-hmm. And smoking. Those are the two He comes like, in every scene sort of like like Smooth walk in with a cigarette in his mouth being like, Ugh, they kill another frog beast. When's it ever gonna end? Uh, but but like the thing face. that
0: is insane is it's like here's a tip for anybody out there who's an upcoming actor. Don't chew gum. It's it's not a <laughs> it's not a pleasant looking mouth or like face. You know? And it doesn't help as for acting to have something he, in your mouth while you're trying to talk. He must have been trying to channel,
2: like, old detectives, right? Because Marlo in The Long Goodbye chews gum. Because Elliot Gould apparently was quitting smoking, so he's like, I'm just gonna chew gum. So he chews mm. gum throughout the whole fucking, like, detective noir movie. Yeah, uh, so maybe that was an influence.
1: I don't so. know. I mean, it's the real vibe, is that he wanted to be, like, coming to every, every... He wanted to slide into all those early scenes as cool as, like, he could be in his little, like overcoat and...
2: yeah and that goes away doesn't it the whole noir vibe just no. disappears towards the
1: end it's kind of more like an action yeah movie. he's like come on we gotta go uh but yeah, early on he comes in he's like oh, i got bad news it's <laughs> real it's, it's real it's real grizzly down there by the aqueduct and...
0: oh god oh this
1: job <laughs> yeah that's like the vibe yeah. he brings to the early part of the movie um including one of my favorite scenes in which one of his like fellow detectives makes a reference to fish and he's like <laughs> i smell something other than fish i smell a rat and i'm like you know you could have said fish uh, okay <laughs> it seems like you had an open an opening there to be like something's fishy but all right i smell a fishy rat batman
0: <laughs> I, I feel like though that moment pretty much sums up the dialogue in this movie which is some yeah. of the worst dialogue and also some it's of the incredible. most like out of place. Like at one point, they're at an Aikido studio where we're introduced to uh, the main character who becomes the Guyver, and he gets in a fight with another guy at the Kyo studio. And the like the person running the class says, "Take it outside." I don't know if they've been to a martial arts class, but usually martial arts classes tell you specifically not to fight. It's part of the thing of martial arts <laughs> <laughs> is that it's, it's not it's you, you're not training. supposed to learn it to just beat people up. It's part of the training to.
1: Not to take it outside.
0: <laughs> yes, I was like, I was like, this woman should not be teaching. And also, I later we find out that the, one of the guys in the class is in like a street gang. I just feel like it's unlikely if you're in a street gang and you're going to learn a martial yeah. art, you're going to pick Aikido, which is a martial art that is essentially just using other people's momentum against themselves. It's a, it's an entirely defensive martial art, almost. The, That's like a the premise of, of, of Aikido. <laughs> with the gang, first off. Oh I my god.
1: Love- Late 80s, early 90s, that just presumed that there were just multicultural gangs of similarly dressed individuals just hanging out in alleys, not really committing any specific crimes, just sort of like lingering and waiting mm, for, uh, for potential be, mischief. The because lingerers.
0: The one guy is a, essential, like the guy is like super defensive and he doesn't say at any point, like, I'm going to steal your bike. He's like, What happened? Your bike won't start? Let me help you. And he's like, Get away. And it's like, Get away. Yeah. Like the guy hasn't done anything overtly like. He could have like what's... made him grab for it. The guy just is standing there like, you need help with your bike? And then he shoves him. And then all of his friends come out and you're like, well, I feel like you brought this Here's... on yourself.
1: Here's what's extra confusing is the first gentleman of that gang that we're introduced to, the one he shoves, um, I think, to me at least, seemed to be Latino of some kind. And he is wearing like sort of this, you know, like the, the, the single button at the top, sort of a, yeah. a kind of like a cholo gangster look. And then like, his gang of people, which included a guy who looks like an algebra teacher, uh, like, I, think, I think you called Hank Azarium. Yeah, he kind of looks
2: a little like Hank Azarium in the lights.
1: <laughs> so they come out, and they're all doing the same thing. And I'm like, I don't know if that's <laughs> really how this works.
0: Yeah. Well, there's also, I mean, that scene is, I, I mean, it's just really bad. And then, But, like, what's really dumb is that's the scene where they activate the guyver, and it's yes. done by accident. And do you know how you activate the guyver? You headbutt
1: jam. it. You jam your <laughs> face into it. Apparently. You bonk your head on it. That's what they couldn't figure out? That's what the scientists couldn't, dis- couldn't discover? Yeah! How is he deploying this thing? It works like a button? That doesn't make any sense. I guess you gotta get punched in the dick and fall on it. Well, <laughs> then, uh,
0: we also later find out that uh, the Giver's one weakness is that same button, which is on his forehead. <laughs> if you're gonna build uh-huh. a suit of armor, don't put the weak spot on the place people are purposely trying to hit. Like That's Your where face people is get the area.
2: Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I, I, I read an interview with the uh, the creator of the manga, and he, he did say that he wanted to make a superhero that was like a bad guy in a video game. So, no, well, obviously it's just, that's just it's the, the glowing. I mean, I did make that up. Um, <laughs> if that wasn't obvious, but yeah, it's like it's like a villain. It's got the glowing spot on his fucking head. Yeah. You wait till it bleeps two times and then give him an uppercut <laughs> and Mac wins.
0: I also love in that scene when he uh it like that thing gets on his face and then like all this stuff comes up and starts wrapping around him and the four mm-hmm. gang members or five or whatever they just stand there and keep looking at it like making commentary <laughs> yeah. like whoa man this yeah. is crazy and then they just stand I think there he's sick. Well, yeah and he's like what's wrong with you man you okay it's like why do you care you were trying to beat him up 30 seconds ago and why are you still here running. and why wouldn't you be terrified yeah And then, like, then they go into, like, a Marx Brothers or, like, a Three Stooges routine of trying to beat him up. Like, the one guy's, like, throwing a knife back and forth and misses it. Mm -hmm. After he then, earlier, was swinging his, uh, nunchucks and lost them, too. It was like, Mm -hmm. this movie just made no sense. And then...
1: There is way too much comedy, physical comedy. It's, it maybe actually be the whole movie. It's not actually an action movie. Come to think of it, not really. I think it's just no. a. I think it's just a comedy. I War think Scream
2: Mad George wanted to make a Saturday morning type movie, but this is as close to kid friendly as he could get. Because it's not kid friendly. It's I mean it's not friendly to anybody. But like, oh my god, Ben, what did you bring up on the fucking screen?
1: Uh, I believe it's the fr- It's the French poster.
2: Sorry, everyone, but Ben ruined that train of thought. It wasn't important anyway. Neutronics <laughs> le film. <laughs> what is it, Ben? Describe it.
1: Okay, well, it has it has the cast, uh, the majority of the cast of the main the fucking piece, Christ, uh, which include the elephant trunk guy, the very racist Batman, <laughs> the the um, the. The thick skull guy, the the little scarab dude, and, like, the weird Furby.
2: Yeah, these are all the monsters that the the street thugs turn into. You know, like,
1: the beaked Furby with the nipples? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: You know that one. There's (laughs) breasts and nipples on it, yeah.
0: Yeah, these monsters were very (laughs) racist and sexist. Like, the Furby is the woman. She's, like, entirely covered in pink fur except for her boobs. Yeah. And then the... uh, the one the jar jar the bad jar jar binks yeah Yeah. it turns into like i don't know if like the you know david duke came in and made this puppet it's like it it's so offensive when you really look at it because it just has like gigantic lips and these really weird like really wide eyes and then he raps all the time in like really (sighs) really bad rapping it's so
2: bad it's. Do you think Mark Hamill was talking to his buddy George and said, "Hey, Lucas, I got an idea for your character," and or maybe George Lucas saw this movie and that's where he's like, "Well, I could make a character that looks like that but less offensive somehow." And like when you compare Jar Jar to this, you're like,
0: "Oh, okay, never mind." Yeah, Jar, I, I will you're say. Fine. I will say you put Jar Jar next to this guy, you think what a what a like a polite representation? <laughs> yeah compared to this guy who like not only is it like a very offensive puppet uh but the fact that he raps everything is also deeply upsetting God. and it's like and... raps clearly w- written by like the whitest man who's ever lived <laughs> like a yeah, person think... who is was like they just rhyme and rap right so it's like really fast paced poetry <laughs>
2: Yeah, you. I think you might get in some trouble from some of your listeners for even just calling it rap, because it, man, it's it's <laughs> yeah, so bad. It's so, so far from.
1: I, I, wow. I, I'm gonna go ahead and remove my um remove any credit I have on this episode mm-hmm. because of what Poke said about it being rap.
2: Mark Hamill's playing both of us. Oh no! <laughs> give,
1: <laughs> give him the credit. <laughs> I, I'm sorry. I'm obsessed. with it. I'm flipping through like alternate posters and 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 VHS art. Uh, and this this VHS. Cover has the has the phrase "Watch out, Batman! Move over, Superman! A new superhero has arrived." Oh,
2: it does say that.
1: You really, you're really swinging big uh, at the game of this one, huh?
2: Wow, new line siman sim- 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 and I really wanted The it.
1: genre here just says Mark Hamill
0: science fiction. <laughs> <laughs> it's a <its> own genre. <laughs> yeah.
2: Well, he is synonymous with sci-fi, so. Um.
0: here, yeah. here wait, real quick. This is one of his raps. And I don't, know if I'll no, the
1: don't. don't you dare You're gonna get us a but copyright strike
0: I've been looking high, I've been looking low For the gyven jiven thing to show That's what somebody wrote And now this punk's become a hunk When all along he's had the soul Well let me just tell you One thing, spelled with an A In this quote for some reason Of course, I'm gonna yeah. boot that thing with the gyver name I'm gonna make you crawl I'm gonna make you sing Cause I want that gyven jiven thing boy. That's it's right, really at cool. the end of it he just says he boy. Say boy. It's I mean it's so bad. It's I, I just can't imagine somebody wrote that and was like Yeah, we nailed it, guys. Also, that one that he does, they put a reverb over his voice so you can understand none of <laughs> none what of he says. None just in it. reading this, I was like, That's what I he's saying?
1: When he does that sequence, I think I can just catch him saying Gyvan Jiven guy. Yes, that's the only Which thing I heard me was Gyven Jiven. Uh. Watching that actor in that costume with like the comical nose, like the the, the comical <laughs> nose and the big lips and like curled up and and just like saying "giving jiving," I'm like, I feel like I gotta turn this off and yeah. just like get rid of the file before I uh. <laughs> before I'm like cancel. I think this movie might cancel me just by like, covering it. I think I'm canceled. Yeah. Actually. Yeah. God, it's it's bad. I mean, it's 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 bad. And not to get too out of order here, but I. Mike and I were stunned because Mike made a, a reference to this guy's more famous catchphrase. Oh, Jimmy, yeah. The actor. Yeah. Uh, who is known from, what's the sitcom? Good, time, Good, Good Times. Good yeah. Times, yeah. Good Times. Yeah. Jimmy Walker. Yeah.
0: Yeah, it, it, which he says at the end.
1: Uh, yeah, yeah, that's what I'm getting to. At some point, he just crosses his arms and says, Dino Mike. For no reason. For no reason. I think
2: I think it was a compromise because they. I think they asked him to do an end credit rap Or a credit rap where he he raps over the whole plot of the movie and he said, fuck you, no. And then they said, well, at least give us a dynamite. And it's like, fine.
0: Well, and and famous for saying dynamite, this is the least. You can tell he is, like, sickened when he does it. That he's like, come on, guys. This was supposed to get me into something else. I'm tired of being known as the dynamite guy. I wanted
1: to do a sci-fi movie with... I'm doing my first uh mark hamill science fiction movie and i have this
0: (laughs) this is how i launched my rap career
1: (laughs) please don't yeah uh
0: Uh, also i will say um the monster costumes were super disappointing for the most part a lot of them were very poorly done and the one who has like the elephant nose Uh. a a limp noodle elephant nose (laughs) is very disturbing like a flaccid elephant nose yeah every time he moves it's just like gee ah it's uh the practical
1: effects confounded me Mm -hmm. because they were highly detailed which i was you know i have to
0: some of them are really good
1: yeah but when in action they just look like weird rubbery styrofoam
0: it also didn't help that like they lit this movie with like a matchbook or something like it's so dark (laughs) you can't tell what's going on and then they everything's like long shots which just establishes how hard it is for these people to like move in these suits without like, you know, doing like the weird bear walk thing or I don't know. It also you could tell all of these actors were like I don't. How do you act when you can't see someone's face? I don't know. I guess gigantic <laughs> hand movements. Everybody's like yep, yep. waving their hands like they're like trying to move through water or like Jello or something. And they're all walking like they pooped in their suits. Which they yes. may have. I don't know how easy. They've they already done off. that. Yeah.
1: How long it takes out to get off? Yeah. No, they pooped in there.
0: Yeah. Uh, speaking and, of poop, uh, did you guys uh, also notice the insane sound effects in this movie?
1: Yes, and the editing, the yes. wipes. Yes. Have, I, Everything I can't believe was so weird. We're thirty minutes in, and we haven't talked about the wipes. Oh. Because uh, just to give you context, this movie starts with like this weird sequence in the aqueduct with the scientist being chased and it's badly filmed. But from at that point, there's no weird editing. And then we meet Mark Hamill's character. And then out of nowhere, as if he brought those weird wipes from star Wars, oh. uh, uh so- <laughs> suddenly like a rocket ship goes by in, 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 in like a PowerPoint trans tr- <laughs> like, like transition happens where like a, like a rocket ship takes oh. you from one scene to the next. Or like a, a blade cuts the screen in half. Yeah, I
0: think it's supposed to be a blade. A thing. lightning
1: bolt comes down, and they come with a pew sound yep. effect every the, time. The Even sound after, effects
0: are amazing.
1: There will be the, there was there was a scene with like the female uh, character whose name I do not remember because she's ir- irrelevant. You At mean Miski? Miski, uh, yeah. Which
0: I don't she... think is a name. <laughs>
1: She is like holding on to the, uh, 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 the Sean, the uh, the protagonist, and say like, "My father was killed last night." And then it goes, "Pwong!" <laughs> and like, and, like, they, like this, like laser sound comes down, and yes. they cut. They cut to like, they cut to like Jimmy Walker, like wander around picking up trash and rapping about it. And I'm like, "What's going
0: on?" <laughs> also, that was one of my favorite things too. Is the Zoonoids are the most suspicious looking human beings to ever exist. <laughs> They're all dressed insane. They're all, like, weird, like... The, uh, Jimmy Walker's sidekick is, like, uh, like an ex-Soviet. Like, he has, like, this thick Russian accent. He's really yeah. chubby. Mm-hmm. He's wearing this weird, like... Uh... Choker? Yeah, he's wearing, like, a like... onesie, though. Like, he's a mechanic. But then he has, like, a choker on. The woman's dressed like a dominatrix. And the other guy is that actor who's just, like, famous for... You know his appearance,
1: and, and, and he dressed like a like like a sophisticated Nazi the whole time. Yeah, like just wearing like a long like a long a black overcoat, like buttoned to the He's neck. like he's
0: like Darth Vader minus the chest plate. <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah, and they sh- and, and it was so bizarre at the very beginning because that like science man shows up and I expect a bunch of like security, like armed security to get out, and just like a bunch of weird drifters.
2: <laughs> it, yeah, they, it, they it's yeah. a science company that has I'm presuming. Billions of dollars, <laughs> yeah. and they don't spend their security. uh They don't buy a tactical force. You know, they don't have Blackwater doing it. It's just some street thugs they picked up and it, turned into monsters. It's
1: not even like a couple plain clothes guys with like a with like a with like a pistol. You know, yeah. it, again, it looks, like, it looks like. I
2: I wonder if the, okay, maybe it makes sense. Maybe what the logic in this reality is is that they needed they were going to turn them into monsters right so they needed to find some like you know transient types sure so they pick them up off the street and they're like unmarked van no one's gonna miss them because they're you know homeless and stuff like that and they use them to turn in so they're stuck with that bad personality and bad responsibility to then have those are who their monsters are instead of i mean no that doesn't make any sense actually never mind pokes no. cut that out cut that out Pogues. all
0: right I'll, I'll mark down that timestamp. definitely gonna edit this <laughs> definitely going to edit
1: um i i gotta say what what i think i kind of mentioned this earlier but i was blown away because the one thing i expected when going into this movie is oh well uh i hope they get to the part where he's in the suit soon because Mm -hmm. i want to see all like the weird stuff the suit can do yeah where like the the arm turns into like a gun or like he shoots a thing out of his chest or Mm He can, like, get rocket boots or shoot shoot spines. I'm like, what, what crazy shit will the Guyver suit do? Turns out, nothing. Well, it not- does do
0: crazy shit. I mean, not a lot, but it does have, like, blades on the elbows that he never extends or uses. Yeah,
1: that's, that's crazy
2: shit blades on the elbows i'm not <laughs> saying
0: it's like that crazy mike it's a it's like a little zany uh, i'm not
2: i'm not coming at you i'm coming at the uh, just the concept of this suit yeah as I it say, is it's... deeply
0: upsetting because you thought i kept waiting for him to like pull a sword out of nowhere you know like yeah. in an anime fashion where he just like holds yeah. his hands together and when he separates them there's just a katana and you're like all right
1: look but but to correct you folks as i say in every episode he used the elbow blade uh to kill the furby yes, yes. i'm always saying that
0: and this he stabs the bone it, it's guy later, accurate. <laughs> but it, it, it's just so weird that it's like, and the fight scenes are all mostly him like awkwardly trying to punch someone. So that like, cause I yeah I think I I saw the sequel because I talked about in the mini episode that I thought I had seen this movie, uh, and I I guess I have not because uh, I I don't remember any part of it. So I think I saw the sequel, and I remember the the creature effects being better. But maybe I'm just remembering that like because I was young when I saw it, and it's like you mm. know. I'm remembering it with rose-colored monster glasses. But, like, I remember the Giver suit doing stuff, too. Like, like it had, like, abilities. In this, it doesn't seem to have any ability. And he doesn't really seem to do anything. So I don't know if I just watched Like, I just made up a better movie in my head when I saw the Giver 2, or what? (laughs) But
1: (laughs) He punches and kicks with the relative strength of every monster he's fighting. Like, at no point does he have the real upper hand.
0: I I would say, too, he, he... punches and kicks with the relative strength of me which is not good there
1: it it, the the
2: opening scroll does say like it doesn't say anything about special abilities it just amplifies their skills a hundredfold so you'd think he could punch and kick but it's as if they didn't have the budget for like the wires for filming to like really throw people around the scene or something like that because that could have been interesting if they're really slamming people around a warehouse but no
1: yeah, if it was like a sequence where like super powered beings were just knocking the shit out of each other, that would be something to look at at least. Yeah. Instead, it's like a couple of choreographed headbutts between two two guys in costumes who are very tired.
0: Yeah.
2: Is it the actor? Is it the actors inside the costumes too? You think? Unlikely. I would. I mean,
0: yeah. I, I feel like a lot of those people were like, "I'm not getting in that fucking suit."
2: Well, you don't think Jimmy Walker put on
0: <laughs> I racist hope not. Jar
2: Jar and. Oh,
0: I, I, I hope Jimmy Walker filmed all of his out of costume scenes like later and didn't ever see the costume until the movie came out and then he's he never had it, to see he, it. He, he yeah. was like in the premiere and he was like, Oh my god. Uh, that
1: also leads me to some concern about who would be in the suit. Uh because it could make it infinitely more racist. Yeah. Ben Ben. Yeah.
0: It was infinitely more racist. This is what you do when you rap. <laughs>
2: Oh, boy. And that's the reason it, rapping was so slow is because the actor in it was doing this really slow, yeah. exaggerated arm Beat crossing. Boys. and like, Yeah, so Jimmy Walker's like, I gotta do it. I gotta slow down for this shit. Come on.
1: I gotta say, I also didn't like that the one Japanese character turned into a fish and was called, like, a sushi man. I didn't think that was very good. <laughs> uh, I mean, it, it is made by a Japanese I man. I and... didn't like that very much. But... <laughs> yeah, I'm just saying. I, didn't I know. Like it, no, that's fair. <laughs>
2: but it. screaming mad george you know is of japanese uh descent um, um
1: yeah that's true i've talked a little on the mini episode uh the character who is uh, the act uh, the, per- the real person who is really credited at imdb as screaming mad george yeah um is just a fascinating human being who was part of like the 70s punk scene uh was born in japan moved to new york uh, and, and ultimately, would go on to like do like the, the the work for like Predator and Big Trouble in Little China, the VFX mm-hmm. work and mm-hmm. like the practical Re- bi- effects uh, work. Yeah,
2: Society, one of my favorite movies. Oh, he does some God. wild stuff in that. <laughs> Jesus Christ! I wonder if he okay. So it's corrected by also someone named Steve Wang, who's another effects guy. And I wonder if maybe Screaming Mad George took on a lot of the like boring di- directoral um tasks, and so he didn't get to do as much, or maybe he's focused on other things. And then uh, then the guy who did the Spider-Witch puppet from Kung Fu Rascals, who, who you know, Stephen Wang, uh, perhaps isn't quite – I'm not saying anything about his – just maybe he wasn't as good back then or something. I don't know. But I'm just saying maybe George didn't do all the stuff, and he just did his – Oh, he did Harry and the Hendersons, this guy. I'm
1: sorry. This guy's first credit is sci-fi work. Or special effects work on Harry and the Hendersons and then Predator. Well, the Harry and the Hendersons costume is fucking it's amazing. It is very and so. good. And then, and then, yeah, he works on a movie called Kung Fu Rascals. Which I'm okay.
2: He's about. also associated with the second Guyver, Guyver Dark Hero. Giver Dark Hero. And, and as well as the Devil's Advocate, you know? Yeah. What? Yeah. Blade, Blade Oh, Predony. Darkness Falls, the, the Tooth Fairy movie. <laughs>
0: There's a movie Underworld that if you, if you, if you forever for some reason do Devil's Advocate on your podcast, Mike, let me know. Yeah, it's one All of right. my favorite movies. Real, real Keanu head. Oh no, I just love a good Al Pacino overacting. Oh, you like the Hua Yeah, when he just yeah. is like, I'm famous, I can do whatever I want. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, it is. It's confusing. I wonder if this was like, I mean, this was Stephen Wang's or Steve Wang's first directing was this movie so maybe that's why it's a little off or i feel like maybe they might have taken i mean i assume the budget for this movie was pretty small and then yeah i I imagine they spent a decent amount of it to get Hamill, because this isn't like i mean he hadn't acted much since star wars but i mean he was you know yeah mark hamill so they, i assumed like that, that's my thought is they spent too much money and then they were like we just have to fill the rest of the cast with nobodies or like you know cheap b movie actors who are not like good or bad but
2: yeah but cheap
0: yeah yeah
2: probably wasn't a great the, the, idea the writer of this has like four writing credits and one of them is the unabomber tv movie oh <laughs> just so you know. you know he's got five reading writing uh, credits but Gosh. one of them is Unabomber, the true story. <laughs> uh, so, wow. I mean, I, I don't know. I haven't seen it. Maybe it's great, but I'm just saying. Holy crap.
1: I, I, how did this movie, like, this is uh, not, not to step on the toes of another podcast, but how did this movie get made? Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, obviously, Screaming Mad George had some had some weight from working on a bunch of special effects movies, but how do you, like, leverage that into directing an obscure japanese manga adaptation hey, i mean with mark hamill in it that i don't know i
2: don't know how that because y- i mean yunza produced it so and he's bffs with screaming Matt george uh,
1: yeah
2: that makes so sense. that i see that maybe screaming Matt george wanted to do this movie and so he asks and Yunzi's like sure let's do it that's a passion project of yours i'll throw i'll throw down uh, and but then he didn't give him another chance because this is the only movie that Scream Edge Jordan has
1: directed. Yeah, it's just the the one he's got.
0: I I mean I feel yeah. like this is like one of those things though too where like I think Mark Hamill after Star Wars was just like trying to do things that weren't like because he was just being offered like oh sure Luke Skywalker roles and I think maybe he was like well I'm gonna just be anything so that I'm not associated. I don't know,
1: and he and he and he did take like a like a seven or eight year like, uh, uh you know, distance himself from being in anything for a while after the last Star Wars film, and yeah, and about he's in two mostly... years worth of TV presentations that he was probably uh, stuck doing.
0: Yeah, and he was in a lot of really bad like small budget like you know, he's the bad guy in the Flash movie that wasn't particularly good. Yeah. Uh, he's in like a weird movie where he's a serial killer or something. I think. Mm. Um, yeah, uh, it's just in,
1: odd. He's in a sci-fi movie that I definitely watched with Mike called, like, a uh, Time Runner. <laughs> just, oh, yeah? Just something.
2: Oh, the oh the Flash TV series. Yeah. Oh.
1: Playing the trickster. I vaguely yeah, remember yeah, that existed. They existing. made, like, the like a, a movie
0: version of it or something.
1: God, the trickster. Um, something I, I had to also talk about um, uh, in this episode is that it's... I don't know how we haven't talked about it, but at some point in, I, I guess, the third act... Um, the Giver loses a fight because of his very obvious blinking weakness. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and he oh, loses God. it so badly that the, the, the monster rips out the very important, like, orb that apparently runs the whole suit straight out of the Giver's head, uh, which looks pretty bad and is bad as we watch the Giver melt yeah. into goo and mm-hmm. disappear. And at first you think it's going to, like, melt the suit off of the guy we met earlier, and then he's just going to be there, you know, vulnerable. Mm-hmm. But no, I mean, like, the guy in the suit just sort of turn into jello on the ground. <laughs> and then you're like, oh, shit. Is this movie pulling some kind of weird twist? Because later on we see, like, Mark Hamill's been captured. And I'm like, oh, they're going to make Mark Hamill the Guyver, And that's how, like, the poster comes around? Yeah. Not true. <laughs> Which think, feels oh, like it's... they
0: could have just been like, yeah, and he can't get out of the suit. And, yeah. You know? And then
1: we saw... And, yeah. then, we, and then at some point, um, the... uh. uh the 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 female lead whose name I, I keep slipping up because it feels like it's yeah Miski, Miski um, gets like a hold of the orb uh, which is being kept in what appears to be a microwave with a keyboard in front mm-hmm. of it yeah with a keyboard <laughs> attachment classic, classic <laughs> a, situation it's laying on a piece of cork board in, a, in a microwave with a keyboard God, um and she rips it out and at some point it looks like it's wrapping around. Wrist. Yeah, so and then Mike also was like, "Oh, I think I think she's gonna be the guy." That
2: would have been cool. Yeah, mm-hmm. giving her something more to do. Yeah, or anything, just anything yeah. to do. Yeah.
1: Uh, and so both those times, I was like, "Oh, interesting. The movie's gonna take me in a direction I wasn't expecting." Mm-hmm. You know? Oh, okay, we're we have a new Giver of some kind. No, no, no. What what happens, Mike?
2: Uh, the. Eventually, one of the monsters gets a hold of the orb, or it's thrown, and it it, it swallows it
1: into his cartoonish muppet mouth. Yeah,
2: and the muppet yeah. mouth, he goes waka waka and swallows it. Um, and then, and then like, like our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ coming from the tomb, MacGyver or the Guyver. I, I wish kinda, it
0: was MacGyver just, the second time.
2: Uh, yeah.
0: But, uh, <laughs> uh, he cuts his way out. He cuts his way out with like a paperclip.
1: God, yeah, he
2: steps out of the body of the monster. Yeah,
1: yes. the guyver. Can we to talk say, real a quick?
0: Steps about...
1: out of a man. I just
0: <laughs> <laughs> steps out of a man. <laughs> but can we talk about what happens right before he steps out? The guy slashes his arms. and he's screaming, "Get it out! Get it out!" And then you see the mm-hmm. blade pop up, and as the blade pops up out of his stomach. It plays the like, uh, what I assume was like a license free version of the Jaws theme as this little <laughs> thing that looks like a shark fin goes, yeah, it's like, duh, duh, oh, duh, what the yeah. fuck? Oh it's my terrible. god, terrible. And then he and then literally he climbs out of a person, like, the, fully the, grown. The person though, fully grown. is flat <laughs> on ball. the ground, like, they are laying down, and he is rising yeah. out of him perpendicular, so there's no yeah. way he's inside that thing, <laughs> that arms raised. Just, Yes, like a champion,
1: and, like just like, like as if he's saying like I've washed my hands for supper. He's just yeah. like like SEMA
0: hands washed. Feed me. Yeah, it is. It is really. It was very bizarre. I I,
1: I didn't recover from that scene for like twenty minutes because <laughs> I missed I missed a lot of that very boring fight. That was oh my I god, it was because so long. I could not get over how he just stepped out of the van. The the, the just... final fight
0: scene too is mostly him just like pushing people and then mark hamill yeah and i don't even know mark hamill's carriage's name and then mitsky just running back and forth
1: they're doing a scooby-doo doing yeah a
0: Scooby-Doo, where they like go, the go somewhere hallway. and they're like oh no and then they go back the other
1: way they have the long hallway and like they're running out of doors and then the like, monster shows up except this time as there they was come no back monkeys frame
0: there was no like come you know... back into frame
1: yeah yeah there's no guest starring monkeys well there's but no like it... background
0: like 60s uh yeah, <laughs> rock yeah. music where they're running
1: and no no Globetrotters. As they come uh, out of the frame and back in again, uh, they're followed by a creature that I don't think I saw at any point. I might call him a little shrimp man. He looks like a little shrimp man.
0: <laughs>
2: uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, I well, we were, Ben, we were... <laughs> Uh, at some point, both uh, you and I were just looking on our phones, trying to figure out what this movie was, <laughs> because
1: because the fight was boring. The fight was boring,
2: care. and we're, it, the the tone is so <laughs> all over the place in this fucking thing. I myself was just like, "What is this shit? Is this what the manga is like? Is this? I can't yeah, tell." Yeah. But we, I just noticed we were both on our phones during the climactic fight scene, <laughs> trying to figure out more about the movie that wasn't what we were watching.
1: So I, I maybe I missed the Shrimp Man during one of those scenes, but I don't know who that was. Uh,
2: Uh, i think i think he's
0: one of the scientists
2: maybe he was the reanimator scientist yeah i
0: I think so he's one of them but uh then the final though did you recover long enough to see the very long mark hamill transformation scene oh yeah that was overly gross for no reason
2: well, that's probably what Screaming Mad George spent his time on. He's yeah. like, I'm going to do that one. I'm going to do this one over here. You do the one where the face melts because it looks like you just used
0: crayons. Yeah,
2: that I was really like, disappointing when the face melted, I thought.
0: I feel like he did like that scene and they were like, finally, we got it. It's great. How much, now let's move on to the next scene. They're like, we only have four <laughs> weeks to film the rest of this movie. And he was like, what? He was like, yeah, you just spent oh. three months making that scene. And are we really budgeted for four months worth of filming? yeah
1: it's fucking rough and, and and it's out of nowhere and for no reason like they've they've defeated the villain uh well they had to and, write
0: him out just so you you knew that he couldn't come back to yeah. the sequel because they and, didn't have a budget and, for that
1: as soon as they go for the door mark hamill goes ow and like falls down yeah. and then and then he his whole body like snaps in half Oof. and he unfurls scene by scene at least one of those scenes is still mark hamill in a Mm -hmm. lot of vfx makeup oh yeah like Like with
0: like a tube attached to him like a vacuum cleaner hose or something
1: and at that point they it's clearly just like you know a cast of uh mark's face but yeah that we watch like tendrils come out and he unfurls his jaw extends it's quite upsetting Mm -hmm. to watch actually expect for especially for a character that we're supposed to have like grown some somewhat attached to throughout the yeah. movie, if the movie had worked as they intended.
2: Yeah, we I yeah, I was just more it curious about it instead yeah. of like, oh no, Max Reed. He
1: explodes into a horrible cricket monster and then is like, kill me. Yeah. <laughs> and then and then dies. And that's like, what a fucking- Yeah, just
2: end. limply dies. Just simply. I thought that was gonna be the that would have been a cool fight scene. If when mm-hmm. the evil, bad corporate guy finally turns into the giant moose spider like, oh my god! They, yeah, they could—they the, could have fought each other and be like, "Go! Oh, I'll, I'll save you! I'll sacrifice yes, myself."
0: That would but have been no. way better than Because uh, yeah, the, the end fo- fight scene to, is hilarious.
1: To follow up on Mike, he called it a moose spider. Mm-hmm. I called it a reindeer frog. I don't know what <laughs> you called it in your notes, Pose.
0: Uh, mine was uh, like cartoon hand monster. Because really wow. the best part is at the <laughs> end when they're fighting. This thing's supposed to be gigantic, so there's just like POV shots from it. And the guy for like, backflips away. And then this arm that has, like, no articulation <laughs> at all. Like, the fingers don't even move. And it's just, like, a hand, like, it's like one of those toys you had when you were a kid. that looks like a like a, like a a hand that you smack stuff with. And it was, like, sticky. Uh, yeah. That's what it looks like. And it just, like, swings, like, weakly in and out of frame. Like, nowhere near him. And God. they do it, like, six or seven times. And one time there's a shot where it, like, hits the ground. And it's the worst like practical effect. I mean, it's so it's, it's just like yeah. sort of limply lays. It's like a latex glove just filled with like mashed potatoes, and they spray painted it. That
1: they filmed like a lot of like the wide shots of that final monster in miniature. Yes, uh, and so they they had no opportunity to like put the guyver in the same. Cut so he's mostly just doing flips against like what is just the suggestion of the monster in the, yeah. in the, in the end yeah, of the frame. He, he flips,
0: <laughs> and then some guy off stage with like a hand on a broomstick just like throws it in front of the camera. <laughs>
1: that is yeah. the most accurate description. God,
2: you know what was articulate though? The tongue on that monster. Oh, yeah, mm-hmm. that like it was like a hand puppet out the mouth, but it had like three like tentacle yeah there was there was the some tongue. guy
0: inside that head just with his whole yeah. arm up in that
2: tongue. just putting the tongue out and that was that was fun they're like here's the one thing that will make look like it moves
1: What's insane yes is the Mar- what about the, the arm mark-
0: sir no yeah
1: the mark hamill cricket looked better than yeah. the everything Monster. else <laughs> yeah Which is weird because the Mark Hamill cricket is just there to just like, I guess, punish Max Reed in the most ultimate way. For for being in a movie. For being in the movie. Yeah.
0: Well, then what's also crazy is the way the final fight ends is the Guyver is losing yet again. uh, And it has a defense mechanism for right before it dies. If the person trying to kill you is really, really slow at killing you. Uh, The chest (laughs) opens up and fires some sort of like cosmic beam out of it. And that's how he wins. He wins by his own incompetence. Because had he not been so bad.
1: Because the other creature, that one that was able to get the orb out of his head, uh, is like, oh, the orb is your weak spot. I'll just punch it a bunch, and yeah. then it did. He did, and the guy fell down. It was like, I can't fight anymore. And yeah. then he got his hands on it, and he was like ripping it out. And that beam was like, oh, I better get going here. Yeah. And then it's just too late. And then it did. <laughs> it's it's weird that you need a defense mechanism like that when apparently if you lose a fight you'll just appear out of a guy (laughs) yeah you can
0: step out of a guy it feels like too like if you can have a defense mechanism which creates like a ultimate laser why not just put it on the thing they keep trying to grab and as soon as they grab it it just fires
1: it's been made clear that he's unkillable So what's, it's as if you describe that Dracula, yes, he's immortal, but also if you punch him really hard, he like, his body just like is full of knives. Like, he doesn't (laughs) doesn't need that. He's already immortal. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. If you hit me hard enough, my hand turns into a gun.
0: (laughs) I mean, when you think about it, though, be a pretty great power.
1: (laughs) It It would be really surprising
0: because you'd never see it coming
1: it's like a metroid um sorry i just wanted to be dracula saying it's like metroid i just wanted to say yes metroidvania
0: (laughs) very similar you know what mike better dracula better dracula thank
1: you yeah yeah yeah. i i I will concede that i will concede that
0: unless was that were you still doing Hamill's joker (laughs) <laughs>
2: yeah, yeah was that, was, that, no, that yeah, was Yeah, That was Joker, it was Joker The man? Joker makes jokes. So Joker goes, Joker Man goes, Yes, Bats, I'm the Dracula. Now. I want
1: to suck your blood, Batman. That is a wholly different impression than what you did at the top of the episode. That's exactly what it was. I'm very consistent
2: with my voice work. Hire oh, me. Jesus
1: Christ. Uh, and, you know, the, we've already taken the, the wind out of uh, the fact that, that this movie... I think this last dialogue piece is Jimmy Walker saying
0: Dino right? That's literally how the oh. movie is. Because I think, and I don't remember because they only showed them Jesus once. Christ. Was the guy with him the other CIA agent? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I, I, they showed that guy so quick and I wasn't paying attention that when they showed the guy at the end, I was like, who the fuck's this guy? I had to rewind back and be like, I you think know that's what? the CIA guy.
1: There is one last thing I wanted to draw attention to because it infuriated me through the whole movie. I think that if you cut a particular character from this film, this movie would be 10 minutes long. Oh. And that character is the villain who's decided that, <laughs> that every line needs to be drawn out. I, yeah. I, I asked Mike right away if this fucking villain was being paid by the hour because he <laughs> wastes screen time like no one else. Yeah. <laughs> he, he's doing this, like, Shakespearean attempt at every line where he was like, The Giver is somewhere in the city. <laughs> you're like, oh my fucking God. I wonder if he's a stage it. actor.
2: Because I was looking him up because he's in Reanimator. He's the villain yeah. in Reanimator. You know, the famous uh, uh, disembodied head that performs Cunnilingus on uh, a person. Oh, yeah. That guy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, The way you but say it is credit-
0: if it's just like the most commonplace knowledge. <laughs> it's, I mean, it's, uh, a-
2: it's very I mean, telling. I don't know what you're <laughs> talking about. It's a pretty iconic scene.
1: <laughs> I'm well aware what he's talking about.
2: Um, but his credits are mostly just soap opera stuff. I wonder if he was like stage or something. And that's why he's got that more like Shakespearean theatrical kind of presentation. Yes.
0: I, yeah, I feel like though he was just overselling the role. And he doesn't really, he's just not a particularly scary villain. Like when your villain looks like he has osteoporosis, it's not really no. like something you're going to be super afraid of.
2: Uh, yeah, he was scary in Reanimator just because you know he was a, bo- a, a walking around body without a head, carrying his head around, and you know.
0: Yeah, that's always puss. scary. And yeah, I mean, nothing scarier than looking puss, right? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? What, yeah, I'm single. What? Uh,
1: <laughs> um, I, I also don't want to completely blow, blow past this in case there's any Giver fans out there. Mm-mm-mm-mm. But do you recall when? the very racist monster jumps a fence to reach the heroes oh, God, yes. and he... lands in a movie set which for a moment seems like a quick bit where no the, mo- but... the director's like the director's like hey you're come you came in too early and then he's gonna go oh and then the monster's gonna run out of the screen uh, but instead we get a 20 minute vignette <laughs> Of this unrelated movie directed by a Steven Spielberg lookalike. Yeah, they got Leanna
2: Quigley to come in for that. Maybe that's why they kept it going. They're like, (laughs) like, we got Leanna Quigley here. We got to keep her on for some screen time. She's the best part of the fucking movie.
0: (laughs) It was Uh. a very insane, like it was so long to the point where I thought, oh, is like this movie going to be part of the plot for the rest of the film? No, I was hoping they
2: were to call back to it, like maybe I was hoping that monster would then leave his gang and just become a film actor, and we would cut back to it later for a comical. Yeah, like at the very end of the movie, he's like he's
0: like in a trailer drinking a like a diet coke, (laughs) and somebody (laughs) knocks on the door, and they're like they're ready for you on set. Would have been a way better ending than him saying dynamite. Uh, Uh, Real quick, absolutely. This movie was released by New New Line Cinema, uh, a studio famous for making. Questionable uh, horror films. Uh, uh-huh. The week after they they distributed The Guyver, they, discri- they distributed Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2 Secret of the Ooze. So, mm. you know, just saying. And then later that well, year, they also did Beastmaster 2 and Freddy's Dead, The that. Final Nightmare. <laughs> and then they released three movies in one week, which seems like a poor choice to do if you're a distributor, is to release movies against yourself but who am i to question yeah. they also did the lawnmower man so you know it's a great studio
1: oh
0: hell yeah well blue
2: line was started out of a guy's like trunk of his car yeah like yeah. that's how it started <laughs> uh fucking robert shea yeah just out of his fucking shitty apartment in the late 60s, yeah i think just... i think he
0: bought a garage and was just running a distribution center selling yeah. prints of movies out of his garage
2: just doing wild shit and which is uh... like
0: insane because it's really dangerous to store films <laughs> <laughs> it's, like, yeah, it's, not it's so it's so flammable uh, yeah so i think the question uh, is there anything else you guys wanted to bring up about the Giver?
1: um no uh but to lead into the question that you're talking about um i would i feel like i need to show this to someone you know what i mean like i'm uh, glad you were here mike yeah because i feel like i would have been having a fever dream if i watched this by myself
2: yeah it's interesting to it, it. was interesting to watch. I need some. I need
1: more people to see it.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I should have. I should have watched it with you guys. I should have been like, I'll wait and watch <laughs> it with you. Because while watching it, I was just like, Jesus Christ, this is really bad. It's just yeah. It, it, it was not enjoyable to watch alone because it, it's just it's really this, slow. Like this really is a movie slow.
1: That if you put on with a group of friends to watch would, I mean visually. In between awkward scenes where like two characters are having some sort of character dialogue and a third unrelated character interrupts them and they have yeah. awkward dialogue about that for a while. Outside of those scenes, like every time the Gyver or any of these monsters is on screen, I couldn't like I didn't know what to do with myself. Like I was just disoriented yeah. by what was happening and it, I, I needed to talk someone about it.
2: It would be fun to have like a whole bunch of people so that you could like people could continue to make jokes about it. It's definitely a, a you could joke, you could goof on it
0: pretty good. So would you recommend watching it? Mike Hayes, B movie uh, aficionado?
2: Yeah. I mean, under those conditions. Yeah. Like don't go at it alone. Um, but yeah, I think if you have a bunch of friends and you want to watch something
0: stupid, you know,
2: yeah, it's, it's fine. There's better options. It's, it's but fine. It's, it's well, fine.
0: Okay. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, I feel like Mike probably could list you uh, 50 better movies off the top of his head right now to watch and goof on with your friends, but...
2: uh... I mean, there's another, like, Japanese... What is it called? Karate Robot or Zakara... Something on Netflix. It's got, like, a diarrhea monster and, like, a giant robot woman who shoots missiles out of her boobs. It's, like... If you want this kind of shit, there's, like, better stuff.
1: That's what what I thought this
0: movie was gonna be.
1: What a weird movie, Mike. What a strange thing to recommend. What was the name of it? Ugh... (laughs) so disgusted how do you how do you they're... add
0: something to a watch list
2: <laughs> wait not like an fbi watch list right <laughs> well maybe uh, a little bit go, of well, i mean everything i put me. on my
0: watch list ends up on that one mike i made some questionable blog post uh, uh, god speaking uh, yeah, so of the so... fbi just so you guys know the cia is not allowed to operate on american soil so mark hamill shouldn't have been doing that he should have been an fbi agent anyways
1: hey that's a good point
0: they did some deep research for this film. Uh, ben, would you recommend people see this?
1: Yes. Uh, get friends together and watch this or attend some sort of B-movie style bingo and watch this. And I think that would go very well, yes.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think if you had friends to goof on, it, it would be okay. It's, it's still pretty slow. So, yes. you know, maybe either have a lot of friends or have a couple conversation topics for the in-between scenes because it is very slow and the fight scenes aren't particularly great either. Uh, what I thought, though, while watching this, in my mind, I thought, this, I mean, this could be a, a good, not not this movie, but, like, they could make a good Guyver movie. Like, where he fights, like, really weird-looking monsters and, oh yeah you know, like, a mix of practical and CGI effects now. I think they could actually make a decent Guyver film. I wonder if it, it probably won't ever happen, but I like, while watching this, I thought this would be kind of like a neat movie if you got like a crazy director mm-hmm. who would do like, this a, would be, you know.
2: Yeah, this would be a good like reboot, like find it, this is the where it's prime. Stop fucking remaking these like giant classics that we all loved. Find this weird shit that's got a great premise, but wasn't able to pull it off and mm-hmm. fucking do it right. And... Yeah, yeah, because
0: this would be—I mean, whenever they remake, like good stuff, you're always like, "Well, it wasn't as good as the original," so it never really, yeah. you know, you're never like, "Oh, that was great. I'm glad you and, remade and part that." Of what, what might make
1: more sense in a more like uh, technologically appropriate remake is that the the monsters he fights are more kaiju style in the mm-hmm. manga, where they're like gigantic monsters, yeah, like non, like like only semi humanoid, you know, in the fact that they have arms and legs, but they're gigantic. Mm-hmm. Whereas, like when you put them in these. T- tmnt you know costumes <laughs> it does not suit but if the guyver was like fighting a giant like you know uh <laughs> like uh, uh reindeer frog yeah, yeah uh uh then then i think i would yeah
0: because i mean like cgi would make the fight scenes you could do some really like absurd fight scenes of him like running across like gigantic monsters and like cutting them yeah. up. And, and i mean you'd have to expand the guyver's abilities but i don't I'm know sorry. if he has more abilities in the comics i, I, I never read the out. manga
1: because it just popped up, um, I have the Wikipedia page open for Guyver. I was looking at something, and, and the top it clarifies for readers, um, the, the, you know, this is the page for the Guyver film. If you want to go see the information about the manga, see Bio Booster Armor Guyver. Then below it it says not to be confused with Mick Guyver. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it, it's true. Some people, uh,
1: some people might, some anti Scottish and yeah. Irish
0: people refuse to pronounce the Mick and McGyver. <laughs>
1: Um. Yes, I would recommend watching *The guyver with your friends, and I'd recommend watching *MacGyver* whenever you get a chance because it's a great the show. The new one, up. the reboot? Yeah, Death, Death the oh, wait, reboot. No, Speaking do of bad ideas do to that. reboot, don't do that. No, 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 don't do that. Such
0: a bizarre thing to reboot. Uh, but yeah, this was our take on *The guyver Mike, as always, thanks for coming. Uh, and of course, for a me Terrible on. movie. Uh, and check out B Movie f- Mania. I feel bad we keep inviting you to do the bad movies, but I, you just, nah, I have so much fun I like listening it. to you I, make fun of them.
1: He's our expert. On
0: I, it. I like to come
2: in and do it. You guys get me to watch some movies I don't normally get to watch for, for my podcast, so that's great. We, we
1: speaking him of... And he's like, I, I use the film. Get me in there. Yeah. yeah. Spe- <laughs> speaking
0: of Mike's podcast, as I said, I enjoy listening to Mike make fun of or just talk about really bizarre, crazy movies. You should listen to Mike's podcast, B Movie Mania. Which is available Thank on you. all the major, you know, places you find mm-hmm. podcasts. It's a spectacular podcast. Uh, they also do tons of like off stuff, uh, like little one-offs during their like the breaks in their seasons. Check them out. Me and Ben did one with Mike where we watched a fan film of uh, Batman versus the Predator. Uh, fantastic! That's right, it was pretty Something crazy. Uh, <laughs> we did an X Men one that I ruined because I deleted the thing without ever sending it to mike uh, you know but... one
2: one day we're gonna get that that's gonna somehow get recovered oh we're gonna i, I re-do would do that
0: pff, i'd re that stuff because i ended up watching like six more of them after we <laughs> did that because they were yeah. so insane
2: yeah i guess in the end we just got to watch one of the other episodes yeah there's a lot fresh they did like yeah.
0: 25 of them it's amazing it was crazy uh, I... how many they did but yeah check out mike's stuff it is really uh it's spectacular mike is yeah. you know Hopefully none of our other guests ever listen to this podcast, which judging wow. by the numbers, they don't. But Mike is hands down my favorite <laughs> guest we have. So. Oh, well,
2: thank you. I'm your favorite guest, too. Um, Wait, yeah. what? <laughs> yeah. Are you agreeing uh, with what I just
0: said? <laughs> yeah, yeah.
2: yeah. But uh, hold on. I, wa- I do want to promote, instead of my podcast, uh, edit all that out, please, folks. I do want to okay. promote the Diarrhea Monster movie. It's called Karate Robo uh, Zaborga. Uh, it was on Netflix when I saw it a couple years ago. It's fucking great. It's like it's kind of a spoof of those uh, uh, Toku uh, Tokusatsu movies, I guess. Is it's a style of that seventies, like yeah, karate really cyborgs it, yeah. and stuff like that, motorcycles. Like it's fucking amazing. It's really, really, really fun. So that's that's actually what I would like to plug. Yeah, there's a giant like Ant Woman who shoots missiles out of her boobs, and it's weird. It's really fun.
0: <laughs> I love the idea that like. One of the other B movie mania guys listens to this, and I do cut out the plug and just put this in. He's like, "You didn't plug our podcast. You pl- you plugged some Japanese movie you couldn't even remember the name of."
1: <laughs> it's so
2: good. Uh, Ben's just watching a GIF now. You probably have to close this on your own. He's too busy watching. The- oh, it's in a graveyard too. Yeah, dude. she
1: shoots missiles from her boobs into graves. <laughs>
0: Those graves so had good. it coming.
1: It's so good.
0: Well, come back yeah. next week. We'll do a mini-episode. We'll tell you what movie's up next. As usual, if you have... Um, well, not as usual. As always, if you have a request for a movie, send it to us on anything. You know, SoundCloud, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. They're all slash naospod. Uh, you know, if you have a terrible, really terrible B-movie you want to see us do with Mike, you can also submit those. They have to be comic book-based, but you know. There's still more out there's there. There's a lot We're of them. to watch do, God. A, a long list. So... Mike's thanks again and uh, until next week thanks bats
1: (laughs) Jesus